Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. We can find instant satisfaction in almost anything these days. Sleepy? Instant coffee. Need to sell your car fast? Car sales? Instant offer. That's right. Sell your car the instant way. And get it done with Australia's most trusted site for cars. Yeah, morning everyone. Welcome along to Tradies News in a nutshell on this Wednesday morning, middle of the week already, the 22nd of June 2022. Daniel Petgrew in the chair for the next hour before Vossi, Brandy and James Magnuson uh, from 6am on 1170 SDN and Patton Heels through 1620 Gold Coast and SDNQ. Big show as always, going to catch up with Maddie Cox in Melbourne in around about 15 minutes. I want him to explain something to me. I'll get to that in just a second. Your calls and texts, as always, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. the phone number, or you can text 0457 736 736 at 1 past 5. The Hot Topic, thanks to Rheem. Built tough for Aussie conditions. When it comes to water heating, ask your plumber to install a Rheem. Yeah, does your hot water need replacing? Get one that's steady, hot and strong. Ask your plumber to install a ream. Now, before we get to the State of Origin news today, and uh, there is a lot of that floating around as well, as you'd expect, five days out from State of Origin 2 in Perth. Um, as I said, going to speak to Maddie Cox in around about 15 minutes. We'll talk all things sport. But you might have seen this story floating around on Friday morning and over the weekend about how the AFL next year to bring back crowd attendances to get more people through the gate, they're going to bring back paper tickets. Now, I don't know enough about AFL to know if this is a good idea or a bad idea on the surface. I don't know how it will make any difference whatsoever on their crowds and how they will get more crowds to the game. But maybe it's a good idea. Maddie will explain that to me. Uh, but on the surface, when I saw that story pop up on Friday morning, I thought, what difference will this make at all? But Maddie is the AFL expert. We'll have a chat with him in around about 10 or so minutes. But got me thinking on 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 Chance to win a Velveline t-shirt this morning. Best and worst ideas in sport. Now, this is a very broad topic. It could be a rule change. It could be potentially a team moving somewhere. It could be taking a game somewhere. Anything. Best or worst ideas in sport. Most creative, best text will win a Velveline t-shirt this morning. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Best or worst ideas in sport. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. You'll get to your texts and your call soon. A chance to win a Velveline t-shirt. Also want to know how you're feeling about State of Origin. We'll do our tips on Friday morning, but... Uh, have you got used to the New South Wales team? If you're in New South Wales or if you're in Queensland, are you happy with the team that was named uh, for Queensland for Game 2? New South Wales, well, they've been in Perth already for well, almost this is their second day. They flew over on Monday. Queensland, I don't think they're flying over until tomorrow. So a bit of a hit and run mission for Queensland, whilst New South Wales are there basically all week. And a bit of news around Matt Burton this morning, and no surprise, they're looking uh, and they're hatching a plan to inject Matt Burton's king game into Origin 2 uh, after, it was fair to say, Nathan Cleary did struggle a lot 
uh, with his kicking game in game one uh, out there at Acor Stadium a couple of weeks ago. And we've seen Matt Burden over recent weeks. Obviously, uh, the kick to Josh Hadokara has been fantastic, but more so those spiralling bombs. Uh, I would not be uh, wanting to be under any one of them. And I saw someone asked uh, the other day about Caelan Ponger and whether uh, he would be a bit nervous about catching them. They said no, but it'll be interesting, interesting to see. Now, Greg Alexander hinted the Blues would be finding a way to get the ball into Burton's hands at the end of the set to exploit the Canterbury playmaker's towering left foot bomb. The task won't be a simple one with Burton starting the must-win clash at left centre with Jack Whitehead out due to COVID. Uh, Brandy said it would be silly if Matt was there and we don't use it, uh, but Matt's playing centre and not 5'8". We'll see if we can work Matt infield and put a couple of big ones up. He's got a huge left foot. I'd expect Matt to kick the ball a few times on Sunday night. The ball might just find its way out to Matt. Well, I think it has to. Uh, Obviously played centre for Penrith last year when they won the Premiership and they beat South Sydney in the grand final. But... Um, been in 5'8 all this year for the Bulldogs. And I think fair to say in terms of Matt Burden, he started the year off pretty quietly, as did the Bulldogs. But we've seen over the past month how good of a player he is. We always knew he was a good player, but he's starting to come into his own, which is what I think people, uh, obviously, you know, we were happy to see him at Penrith succeeding, but we wanted to see him at a new club and what he can do. And he's already been part of, major part of those Bulldogs' couple of wins over the past couple of uh, weeks. Meanwhile, Brad Fittler had a private meeting with refs boss Jared Maxwell about a number of contentious calls from game one, including illegal kick pressure and hits on Cleary. The Blues believe at least three shots in Cleary warranted a penalty, but Maxwell gave the hits the all-clear. Fittler also made a point about Queensland slowing down the ruck, which referee Ashley Klein let slide. Uh, Alexander, Greg Alexander, believes the Maroons' ability to slow down the ruck was the main reason the Maroons were able to get Cleary in Sydney. Uh, Alexander said the contact seemed to be as Nathan was kicking. There might have been one or two that were a fraction late, but as we know, games are refereed differently in origin. And I think you have to remind yourself of that and keep reminding yourself that games are refereed differently. That's a lesson. Yes, the ruck was also refereed differently. I'm not saying it was to anyone's favour. It was just refereed differently. Cleary kicked 20 out of 25 times for the Blues in game one, where he was pressured by the Maroons' defence 13 times and contact was made on seven occasions. Uh, Queensland had a more balanced approach. Daly Cherry Evans taking just 13 from 25 kicks. Your thoughts on all of that? 0457 736 736 or 1300 011170. As I say, You've picked Matt Burden in your side. Yes, as a centre, but uh, you definitely have to bring him infield or maybe uh, throw the ball out to him. It will be interesting to see the Blues game plan. If Luai and Cleary stay injury-free, they'll be the halves, obviously, and will be directing the team. But I just wonder if Matt Burden will find himself infield or they'll uh, somehow get him involved more in the game. We'll wait and see what happens with that on Sunday. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Best and worst sporting ideas for you this morning. Chance to win a Valvoline t-shirt. Liam Marnham, meanwhile, has been dubbed by Queensland Media as New South Wales' villain. After four moments in Origin 1 were identified where the Panthers star produced feral plays. Apparently, the Courier Mail has pinpointed the four incidents that took place in the space of four minutes at Acor Stadium and declared Queensland finally has a new Blues player to hate after he went on a grubby rampage. Now, they 
indicate his incidents were a swinging arm to the back of Cameron Munster's head in the 64th minute, a forearm to Dane Gagai's throat in the 65th minute, rubbing his head in Kurt Campbell's face in the 67th minute and digging his elbow into Munster's ribs on in the 68th minute. The incidents and the story were put to Queensland hooker Harry Grant last night on NRL 360. Um, however, Grant knew nothing about it. He said, I don't actually know what you're talking about. Um, so there you go. He said, you know what it's like? It's origin footy. It's a lot more physical and faster than NRL, and everyone goes up another level. Asked if there had been any talk in the Queensland camp about fighting fire with fire. Grant said, nah, not at all. So that is an interesting one, I, I have to admit, and I watched that game pretty closely. I don't really remember seeing uh, that issue with Lee Martin, but you never know. Uh, 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Asking you this morning, and I'm going to have a chat with Matty Cox in around about five or so minutes' time from now um, about all things sport, both here and in Victoria. But uh, as I said at the top of the show, the paper tickets coming back to the AFL. Apparently that is going to help crowds. Well, I'm asking you for your best and worst ideas in sport. Cole has been in touch on the text. Morning to you saying Matilda the Giant Kangaroo mascot at Brisbane Commonwealth, uh, opening, uh, Commonwealth Games opening was a shocker. I don't know if I remember that, but I'll Google it and I'll find out. I'll have a look. I'll, I'll respond to that when I can see it. I'll have a look in the ad break, Cole, and get back to you. And thank you for kicking us off this morning. A uh, chance to win a Valvoline t-shirt, Cole, with the Matilda the Giant Kangaroo. I don't remember that, but I will have a look at it uh, in the ad break. Now, don't forget, if you're running a small to medium business as a builder, renovator, or tiler, Beaumont Tiles wants to help you. Australia's biggest Beaumont Tiles, together with us, want to boost your business. Head to iconwin.com.au and you could win a $25,000 advertising package to promote and grow your business. Connect with Beaumont Tiles and enter now at iconwin.com.au at nine and a half past five. So keep those texts coming in, 0457 736 736 or 1300. 01-11-70. Now, cricket-wise, uh, overnight, uh, we saw, unfortunately for Australia, Sri Lanka won by four runs, and they now lead the series 3-1. Um, that is disappointing, with one game to come on Friday night at 7pm. Australia made 254 runs off their 50 overs, but Sri Lanka managed to get 258 runs of 49 overs. So, uh, Sri Lanka winning that match, and they now lead the ODI series uh, 3-1. So they will not be beaten in this ODI series with one game to come. 0457 736 736 1300 01 We'll have a chat to Matty Cox next. It's 10 past 5. 14 and a half past five. We'll have a chat with Maddie Cox in a second. Don't forget, if you're listening through 1170 Sydney or on the app, be listening to Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy every morning from 6am for your chance to win the ultimate state of origin experience for Game 3 at Suncorp Stadium on July 13. Prize includes two gold reserve tickets, return flights and accommodation valued at over $2,000. Morning to you, Dan. How is it in the Harbour City this morning? Very nice, Matty. Morning to you. It's lovely. A bit cold, as you'd expect at this time of the year, but other than that, can't complain. How about you? <laughs> you sorted the heater issue out in that uh, studio up there? Yes, it was sorted after Wednesday, and it's much more comfortable now, which, <laughs> no, which is good. good to hear. 
good to hear. I'm sure. You, I'm sure you're very relieved. Yes, very. I can sleep easy now knowing that that information. <laughs> <I'm so> glad. <laughs> very glad, um, Matty. I was talking to my listeners beforehand about best and worst ideas in sport because this story popped up, and I'm sure it's uh, been very relevant in Melbourne over the past couple of days about the AFL introducing or reintroducing paper tickets next year to boost the attendance. Now, you're the AFL expert. From my point of view, I don't really see what difference it makes, but. Can you please explain this story to me? Will it make a major difference? Yeah, so this has been a, a major topic, and I think AFL experts being a bit generous uh, from your behalf, Dan, <laughs> but uh, I'll look over that. No, it's been a big talking point this year, particularly due to convenience. So the, the AFL moved in the post-COVID era to digitise the tickets, so you, mm. you'd have to either use your phone or even mm. print them off at home. There was still the capability of doing that for but for a majority of people it was via the mobile phone that they would have to enter a venue with a ticket through across the country so it's not just a victorian based thing it's across the board and the other thing that it has impacted is club memberships generally there was a, a little card with a barcode on the back of it similar to the size of a, a driver's license kind of card that had a barcode that allowed mm. you to scan into the venues mm. most clubs decided to scrap that as well which has then created a flow-on effect of being able to organise tickets and it's created confusion. And mm. it's it's been a real... You listen to the talk back across 1116 uh, here in Melbourne and 1629 in, in Adelaide, and it's a similar sort of feel of frustration of just the inconvenience. It's an added layer mm. of inconvenience for the fan to be able to attend. So the AFL, as you pointed out, made a decision at the end of last week that uh, next season they'll be reintroducing paper tickets, which means that you'll be able to go to a ticket tech outlet or ticket master, depending on who controls what venue, and you'll be able to get the the ticket mm. um, back. So the, the regular paper ticket, ticket yeah. if you like. What I haven't heard is whether or not they're going to be bringing that back for club memberships, um, which will be another sticking mm. point. And I think that that is because we haven't heard anything because it's up to the individual clubs, I believe as to whether or not they reintroduce that system. But given the, the amount of frustration and the, the amount that this issue has created mm. over the course of the season to date, particularly coming out of the, the COVID era and trying to entice fans back to the sport, it has been a big, big, big bugbear for a lot of fans. Yeah, see, I find that uh, interesting. I know from an NRL point of view, we do still have paper tickets. I'm a, a member of uh, one of the clubs, so I have a plastic card, I suppose, as you say, with the barcode on the back of it. But for a lot of the games I go to, I go on the various websites where you get your tickets from, and they are digital tickets, and I, I don't have a huge issue with that. But we do, uh, unlike the AFL until next year, do offer both options. But I, I don't know, to be honest with you, Maddie, how much difference it would make in terms of crowds here if they did get rid of the paper tickets altogether, I think people would probably just get used to it. Look, I could be wrong, but that's just the general sense I get from the people I go to the football with and the people I know that do go to the football. Yeah, and I can't, I haven't been able to organise a ticket. I haven't been in the position to because mm. of work and other commitments this year. So I haven't been through the process, but you hear some stories of particularly large groups, be it families, be it friendship groups trying to organise to get seats in a row. It's mm. been, there's an added layer of inconvenience when trying to, to book 
a, a ticket. And again, I'll encourage people on my temper text, 0433981116, to share their stories with us from throughout the season, maybe to give a, a little more insight. But mm. it, it's just, it, it's added to a, a frustration which has been developing over the course of the season with our fan base for AFL where whether it be the, the ongoing frustrations regarding the, the state of umpiring, because that continues to dominate our talkback landscape. I think the starting times of matches and the, and the time slots that are allocated to matches, there, there was a report around, I think, it, I can't remember the, the time frame, but we're experiencing uh, our, the lowest crowds that we've seen for quite some time in the AFL and I think all of these issues combined, the cost of being able to go, the transport factors, and then the little thing called COVID, I think, still contributes to a lot of people's minds as to whether or not they attend a sporting event. But it just feels as if there's a lot of frustration regarding mm. the inconvenience of attending the AFL. Is that a similar sort of frustration that's being expressed and are your crowds kind of similar to what you saw pre-COVID? Yeah, look, I don't, I don't have the actual stats in front of me. I would actually think, and I could be very wrong, that for most clubs, I'd say the crowds might be even higher, a bit, you know, not by too much, but up than pre-COVID. I think, um, and similar obviously with you guys in the AFL, is that we had uh, a period of in Sydney last year for about three or four months and in the AFL much longer in Melbourne where you couldn't go to the games. And I think now a lot of people are really making the most of it and being able to go to the games. But I think it also depends, especially from NRL, and this is a bit different, and it does play a part in the AFL as well, but it does depend where your club is sitting on the ladder. So obviously if you're a Penrith Panthers, your games are going to be sold out most weeks. And you also, I don't know how much the Penrith Stadium holds, but it's probably only about 20-odd thousand. Very different to when, uh, say, a Bulldogs play at a core stadium at Homebush, which holds 80,000. Uh, and you've got to remember, the NRL has never had the crowds of the AFL. But I think... Um, it's been pretty healthy so far this year. And I, I said on Monday, I think the NRL as a whole, and we have a break this weekend for Origin and Rep Round, but I think the NRL as a whole this year is in a really healthy position. It's exciting competition. We've got two clubs that are far and away better at the moment than a lot of the other ones, but there's still, what, 10 weeks of the regular season to go. So I think we're going to be in for a very entertaining end to the regular season, into the finals, and hopefully that draws out more people uh, to the rugby league. I do agree with you. I still think COVID plays a part, although I think that is lessening as we continue to go on throughout the year. Yeah, absolutely. It is a diminishing mm, factor. There's a, couple, there's a couple of text messages that have just come through on this point on mm. uh, my temper text down here. So I'm, I'm an Essendon football club member. Had to use the app to get into Marvel. I parked underground in the car park and there's no reception down there. So couldn't get in. Had to walk all the way around to access the app to be able to get into the footy. And another text, honestly, why would you go to the footy with the cost of everything? My mates <laughs> and I associate having a beer or, yeah. or eight, drink responsibly, watching the footy, and it's twelve dollars for a mid can. That's only a that's only a simple example. Yes. Um, the, the, so, the cost of things uh, we can relate to in the NRL as well. Uh, yes. Yeah. And and even you look on the weekend, the crowd between GWS and the Western Bulldogs. Mm. On Saturday night, it was around seven or 8,000 people that attend. Now, generally, GWS and the Western Bulldogs, they've had a rivalry that's developed over pretty much the period of time the GWS have been in the competition. There's always been a little bit of spite. It was climaxed back in the, the 2016 preliminary final. But to only draw 
seven or 8,000, can't remember the exact figure, but on a Saturday night when both clubs, there's, there's a little bit of optimism regarding the Giants, even though there's been the change of coach this year. The Dogs are still in contention for the top eight. Mm. It, it's, it's, it, it is concerning when, when you read that there's mm. not a great attendance that is going to that match. And yes, it's in the western part of Sydney. I understand all that and the... The appetite to go along to an AFL game may not be as high as what it is down in Melbourne. For, but for a game like that in a prime time slot, that's when you know that there's a, a little concern. Yep, no, I agree. It'll be interesting to see if it makes any difference. Big weekend, a lot of top eight clashes in the AFL and, of course, Origin in Perth as well in, over the course of the next five days. Yes, there's a, there's a lot, lot to <laughs> keep us entertained. Uh, Brisbane, Melbourne's going to kick us off. It's an extraordinary weekend of footy, and it's kind of got lost in the wash with what's going on at the Collingwood Football mm, Club. But yes. for the sake of everyone out there, we'll, we'll look over that issue for the time <laughs> being because it's been talked about constantly for the last 48 hours. So the, the on-field action is exciting in the AFL, and Perth get to experience state of origin. Can your Blues bounce back against the Maroons? Yeah, origin for their second time had it in 2019. Look, they've changed their side a bit, New South Wales. Still some odd selections, but it is a very good squad, as is the Queensland one. I expect it to be pretty close again. But again, I said this before game one, if New South Wales play their best, Maddie, they should win. Um, But I think it'll be close, but it'd be great to see them get the win and take it to a decider at Suncorp Stadium in a couple of weeks' time. No, I'll go the bandwagon and get back on the Maroons as well. <laughs> I thought Good you on. might do that. <laughs> Good on you, Dan. We'll chat again next week. Thanks, mate. Chat then. Matty Cox in Melbourne. Yeah, that was very interesting uh, about uh, the AFL tickets. If you have anything uh, to say about that, and from an NRL point of view, uh, is it harder to get to games? Uh, as I say, I usually just download uh, the tickets, but uh, maybe uh, you've struggled with it. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Talking best and worst ideas in sport. Cole, I looked at, uh, Googled whilst we we're talking to Matty there, uh, Matilda the Giant Kangaroo. I agree. Uh, very bad. Uh, Yeovil Treeman has been in contact. Hi, Dan. One of the worst ideas in sport was the decision to allow spectator, spectators to bring in the Vilvazalas, yes, I remember them, into the 2010 World Cup South African stadiums. The novelty quickly wore off, with almost everyone becoming extremely annoyed with the noise. No wonder it was banned shortly after. Oh, I've got a friend uh, with one of those uh, River Sailors who occasionally tries to sneak them into uh, NRL games. It doesn't last very long, but... Uh, yeah, they are. They're, they're, I think they were very good for about a week and then it got very annoying. Could you imagine being uh, sat next to someone with them? Uh, he also says, uh, my best idea would be the world-leading development of the race cam uh, by Channel 7 in the late 70s. It's completely changed the viewing of the supercars, which eventually spread to all motor racing and into other sports. Thank you uh, for the text. As always, Yeovil Treatment. Keep them coming in. Chance to win a Velvoline T-shirt this morning. Best and worst ideas in sport or anything else in sport. 04. Five seven seven three six seven three six or one three hundred oh one eleven seventy at twenty six and a half past five. Just before a break, it looks like South Sydney halfback Lachlan Ilias is safe from reserve grade despite being hooked in the first half of his team's heavy loss to the Dragons. Uh, revealed yesterday in the Telegraph that Rabideau's coach Jason Demetrio is steadfast in supporting him and will opt against dropping him to the New South Wales Cup. Ilias will line up for the Rabbitohs against Parramatta, which could be a very important game in round 16 after the rep round. And it looks like as well, 
Latrell Mitchell will play his first game for the club in almost three months at a core stadium next weekend. We know he was in America and then returned, and unfortunately for him, it caught COVID, but he will return. And you'd imagine if he gets through that game, um, he would be very close to being selected for New South Wales. In fact, you would think if he's injury-free, by the time the next game gets selected, regardless of what happens to New South Wales and Sunday night in Perth, that Latrell Mitchell will be there in Game 3 of State of Origin. Let's see if it is going to be a decider or not. 0457 736 736, the text number. You can call 1300 01 1170. Chance to win a Velveline T-shirt, your best and worst ideas in sport or anything else in sport on this Wednesday morning. We'll take a break, come back with more. It's 28 past 5. Yeah, welcome back. This is Tradies News in a Nutshell, middle of the week, Wednesday, the 22nd of June, 2022. Don't forget, this season, Makita helps you rule the outdoors. Keep those calls and texts coming, 1300 01 1170, the phone number, or 0457 736 736, asking best and worst ideas in sport, a chance to win a Velveline T-shirt this morning. Your best and worst ideas you've ever seen in sport. Could be rule changes, could be anything, 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 Speaking of uh, changes in sport, and I'll be very interested to get your thoughts on this now. We know Wimbledon uh, beginning next week, but the US Open not that far behind it. Well, it's been announced overnight that off-court coaching will be trialled at the US Open and other men's tennis events in the second half of the season, the ATP announced. The governing body of men's professional tennis said coaching will be permitted from designated seats at tour events starting from the 11th of July. The trial will continue until the season-ending ATP finals in November. It will then be evaluated to assess potential inclusion in subsequent seasons. The women's WTA tour has already already has an off-court coaching trial in place. Coaching during matches has been controversial, as we know in the past, with some players accused of illegally uh, receiving advice, including an outburst, if you remember this. This was quite big at the time uh, from Daniel Medvedev in his match against Tsitsipas at this year's Australian Open. Off-court coaching will only be permitted from the designated coaching seats and is only allowed if it does not interrupt play or an opponent. A player must also be at the end of the court to receive verbal coaching, the same end, which must be restricted to a few words, but non-verbal coaching is permitted at any time. Penalties and fines will still apply for the abuse of the updated coaching rules. What do you make of that? Uh, If you're a tennis fan, you been a big no-no for a very long time coaching in matches but from July 11 and in the US Open they're going to trial this out do you like it do you not like it It has been in place in the WTA tour already for a little while this trial 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170 one of the things I love about tennis is that you figure it out on the court the players have to figure it out it's just you and your opponent Uh, I think I don't really like it, but I'll be happy to hear from you. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. As I say, the thing I love about tennis, one of the things I love about tennis is you've just got to figure it out by yourself. Um, You've got coaching beforehand, but when you go on that court, you're one-on-one for those five sets. I would prefer them not to be doing this, but we'll wait and see what happens. It is 6-2-6. Yeah, they mentioned the Sports Day guys, uh, Gary Belcher and Scott Settler, Benji Marshall on The Celebrity Apprentice uh, on Monday night. 
night it was. Um, he very inspirational stuff. I'm not sure if you've seen the stuff on Twitter. Very interesting stuff as well. So if you haven't seen that clip floating around on Twitter, he talks about his childhood and growing up. It's really worth a watch. Now, lots of text before we head off. Jason says, Dan, Queensland will absolutely smash New South Wales on Sunday night. Uh, we'll, we'll wait and see. We'll do our predictions on Friday. I think it'll be quite a close game either way. Uh, uh, Muzz says, morning, Dan. Uh, the worst sporting decision, cricketer Nathan Bracken, uh, appeared on Dancing with the Stars while wearing a full hinged knee brace. Uh, yes, that was a very interesting one. He was going through some other issues at the time. So thank you uh, for that interesting choice, wasn't it? Um, Green Kibbing Rooster, morning to you, says, Morning, Dan. The best and worst idea in sport. The best, stump vision camera. Worst idea, the bunker. Yes, uh, I think a lot of NRL fans uh, would agree with you. Thank you, Greenkeeping Rooster, as always. And Kieran from Penrith has been in touch saying, worst idea, the Penrith Panthers getting rid of the Panthers scoreboard. It was iconic, Kieran from Penrith. Thank you, Kieran. You will win a Velveline T-shirt this morning, and I'll give another one away as well to Cole. I'll be in touch with both of you a little later on today. Uh, do not forget, 31170 SEN, uh, Vossi, James Magnuson, Brandy for the last hour between 8 and 9 a.m. coming up after 6 a.m. through 16.20 Gold Coast and SENQ. It is Pat and Heels right after the news and I will catch you back here tomorrow morning at 5 a.m. Have a wonderful Wednesday. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.